now. Bro, someone's fucking dudes is not going to dissolve the United States, okay? Even if, like, even if, even for me, I'm an atheist, right? Or, I guess, spiritual agnostic, whatever the fuck. Even now, if the United States was all like, we love Trump forever, he's dictator, we're going to be Christian forever, it still wouldn't change how I live my life. Right. And the minute it does, then I would bounce. You know, yeah. But as long as we maintain a society, I think our society, our government is 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 disconnected from us as individuals enough for us to be able to practice whatever the fuck we want. So it doesn't even matter. That's also a very privileged position to have. But it's a, it's being an American. Out, like, it's it an entitled. It's, it it's, a, it's an entitled perspective. Where would you bounce to if if uh, everybody suddenly was like Trump's forever dictator? We love him. I would bounce too. But where would you go? France. Oh, France! Well, I mean, I'm moving to England in August, you know, so, I mean, that's probably maybe there, but probably France, because I love French culture, and I don't know, I think that, cheese. you know, you, you love only have cheese. one life, right? Yes, you have to go to the mecca of cheese, yes, yes. I love cheese. Oh, yeah, I, you, know, you I, I go love, France. I love, um, I think that I want to live as, I mean, I always want to live as many lives as I possibly can, which is why that I'm going to try to live as much as I can until, like, you know, 85, right? And then once I'm, like, 40, whatever, I'm going to move to a foreign country, learn a new language, and just completely start over. Nice. And be, like, a cheesemaker or some shit. So okay. I can live two lives instead of just one, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Benjamin Button the fuck out of that. I want to experience it. I, lo- I love it, you know? Are there children playing behind you? I hear some strange... Yeah, I'm next to, a, I'm next to the Rio Grande. People are coming out with their rats. Oh, that's so cool. They're not social distancing. They are social distancing, but they... Yeah, they're family. They're so it's family. Like, they're fine. Uh, no they're all. New Mexico's opening up or something. Their uh, their jam hands are all in each other's mouths, anyways. It's fine. Yeah, and they're so, all in the water too, so it's like yeah. these liquids are getting exchanged, anyways. Yeah, you're gonna. We're, we're all gonna survive. So you'd go to France. I'd uh, I'd move to the Netherlands. I'd I'd go to Amsterdam Ooh. as quickly as possible. Yeah. Oh my Fuck gosh. Yeah, I love it. You've been there. Oh yeah, then. multiple times. I, I love, love Amsterdam, Amsterdam so much. Like. I have I have friends there. I have I love I love anywhere where weed happens is great. And uh, there's but the coolest thing about Amsterdam is you're just walking around whatever, and it's like oh that house was built in 1632. <laughs> like oh it's my just, god! Right? Right? You're That's just what like I love oh. about Europe. Yeah. I, in 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 England, like I was next to Hadrian's Wall. I was in Chester, England. Hadrian's Wall is right there. There's a there's a fucking building built in the 1500s, and on the bottom floor is the Sephora. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! Do you have a joke about that? That's a funny no, joke. No, that's it's just an funny. But you know what? And the best thing about it is that's exactly how it fucking should be. You know, because every throughout the ages, even in the 1700s, they were probably like some fucking asshole was like, "Oh, this building from the 1500s. Look, there's a fucking cobbler." Well, and uh, makeup in the 1700s had lead in it. The the best thing about makeup in the 1700s in France is it was lead-based. So women would get lead poisoning and die even from what they were putting on their faces. (sighs) I think that's funny. Do you you know where the, um, uh, the, the, the thing saved by the bell? Oh, I lost him. He's gone. I lost Aaron Atkins. Well, I'll tell you this one little thing and, and see if he calls back. Um, when th- it's a thing called Saved by the Bell. and Oh, there he is. We lost Hi, you, but you sorry. came back. Hi. 
there was a guy following me, and I took out my earbuds to be like, can I help you? And oh. I hung up. Oh, there, yeah, hey, it happens. So uh, this is a, a thing. Uh, do you know where Saved by the Bell comes from, the euphemism, the cliche? Oh. So it comes from the 1700s in England with night watchmen at cemeteries because when you'd go to the pub, the glasses were made of lead. And so they'd be drinking beer at the pub out of lead glasses, and oftentimes the patrons would die. But they wouldn't be dead. They'd just have lead poisoning, right? And so they'd bury them, and they had a bell. They had a string that went down into the coffin. Oh. Just in case someone woke up, they'd ring the bell, and that's why there were night watchmen in a cemetery, because they were saved by the bell. Because people were – they found out that people had died, and they'd been trying to get out of the coffin and, and like, scraping their way. There's no way to get out. You're buried underground. You die. You run out of oxygen at some point. But people would wake up out of their potentially lead-poisoning stupor and be saved by the bell. That's horrifying. You know, it's, 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 it's horrifying how long it took us to figure out that lead was bad for you. Yeah, that lead is bad for you. Yeah, yeah. Even until the 70s, they were putting them in toys that were made in China. And like, paint. let the babies let the babies Kids play with would it. die. Oh, no, no. China thing, that happened in the 2000s. Mm. My mom... I remember my mom being furious about that. Yeah, that's in that. Well, that's that's kind of kind of China for you, you know. I <laughs> I, I, I remember being kind of like, I don't know. I, I also, you know, in China they have this thing called um, um, gutter oil, which is cooking oil that they use for cooking on the street, but it's about a tenth um, sewage, raw sewage in Oof. fat that they cook down, and uses cooking oil. Wow. So it's like yeah. petrol. It's like actually dinosaur uh, oil. No, it's poop. It's, it's poop. raw sewage. <sighs> the thing is, you know, actually, I was talking about this to one of my Indian friends, and I was like, you know, I think maybe in my, you know, honestly, I think I was being kind of culturally insensitive. I was saying, you know, India is a, is a dirty country. My friends that have gone there have said, you know, wow, it's very dirty, shitting in the street. Um, there's not a culture of, there's not a culture of hygiene necessarily. And I was like, you know, why is that? And he said, well, because. It's not necessarily that we're unhygienic. It's just that we're more comfortable with germs than you are in the West. And I was like, oh. Because they're eating more turmeric. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah. Also, shit is way more flavorful. You can't, you can't, you can't even tell if it has salmon on it. You know? Well, and did you know that um, in India, until like even up until the 70s, they used cow patties as their main source of fuel for cooking food in the kitchen. So, and even... It's not bad. It's not bad it, No, I mean, it's... I it, but just grass. using it as a fuel, cow patties, it's got a lot of grass in it, and it, it, it burns slow, and you can cook food on it. So that was one of the things. Also, they would use uh, cow dung to, this is crazy, wash their floors. So... But it's mm, it's not that, that they didn't have actual floors. It was that it's a dirt floor, and the way to clean a dirt floor is to like spread cow poop all over it and then sweep it off. It's from this cookbook mm. I have from the '60s. This that thing. makes no sense. It to makes me at all. no sense. I understand sense. peeing. I understand like using urine um, as like a cleanser. Like it's gross to us, but it, I mean it is ammonia. It's, it's like, sterile. It does, yeah. Well, and they used um, and and that's we've learned a lot of uh, organic farming techniques from. India Indians and especially with weed because they've been growing that for 4,000 years and they use cow piss as a natural deterrent for pests 
like spider mites and things that eat weed. So it's like a 4,000-year-old cultivation technology, you know, by the Indians to deal with yeah. weed. And they don't, like, separate the ladies. They've got all of their weed is together, boys and girls. It's all the same, and they let the yeah. seeds happen and all that. But they use cow piss, like, as a natural pesticide. You know, when I was in when I was in treatment, when I was in the desert, our counselor played a prank on us, and he was like, "You guys know that psychedelic mushrooms grow in cow shit, right?" And we were like, "What?" And so we like we're all digging through cow shit for three months, eating mushrooms, and uh, it doesn't psychedelic mushrooms don't grow in shit. We were just eating shit. Oh, yeah. that is the worst yeah. prank ever. That's the but, uh, worst we April Fools. We treated him like shit. We threw shit at him. One kid threw human shit at him. Yes. And he I, couldn't change. You couldn't leave for like two more weeks. You had to just. I have to send you. Shit. I have to send you my script. Um, camp. It's about five campers that go on a desert hike, at desert awakenings, and and they all die. But um, and see, you could add probably some really great stuff if you actually went through it. I just wrote the story yeah. because a buddy of mine told me that his friends younger sister died in one of these camps uh, like hiking Dude, in the that desert happened. yeah i know and so that's why i wrote this story and it's everybody dies and this this guy is like super homophobic and it, it's just a crazy story but uh Have you and, read john john krakauer wrote an amazing uh article about uh wilderness therapy programs called loving them to death yeah, uh, and yeah because the people that started them were horribly corrupt and the whole point was that they used, like, the survival as a method to not have to pay for any overhead or resources yeah. for these kids, and many of them died. Yeah, Like, yeah. something like 12 or 13, and I was putting that shit, and I didn't find out about that. My parents didn't even find out about it until after I'd gone out of treatment. Yeah. Ridiculous. And it, they just they t and they take thousands of dollars from the parents, and they have no food resources, and there's not enough clean water, That's and they say, general. bury your shit and do this. And yeah, so incredibly low overhead. It's a you can't you can't trust your son, right? So listen to us, and we'll tell you that he's fucked up, and he needs to stay here for six more months for X amount of thousand dollars per right. month. Listen to us; we're the ones you can trust, not your druggy son. Right, and Don't listen to him when he says we're not feeding him; we're feeding him. He's just lying. And and also that once once parents have dealt with, you know, I mean, it's got to be hard. I, I'm trying to be empathetic on the other side. If you yeah, have no, a if you're a parent and right? you love your child. And you've tried everything, and you've watched intervention, and you're like, I'm not a treatment center. I don't know what to do. I need to trust the professionals. And so you trust professionals, but they're not really professional. Ugh. Yeah. And then, and but then, they're making so much money. Well, isn't that rehab centers? The last treatment center had three test kits. Who needs three test kits? Yeah. I mean, treatment centers, but, it, but then that's that goes to, like, who deserves treatment, and how expensive is it, and is it – who do we care like that? I have a buddy who's. I hope that he's still alive. Zach Wiseman, if you're out there, please give us a call four one five five zero zero five one one. And he was he got hooked on heroin, and he's an amazing human being, but the resources aren't there to help him. And when I talked to his mom, and she's like, "Call the police," I was like, "I'm not gonna call the police on him." Like, what? They're not gonna put him into a treatment facility. They're gonna put him in jail, and that's not gonna help anybody. So yeah, like, where are the resources? Works. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's got tough love. But oh my god, you cannot count on that as tough love. Some people they realize they're like, oh, I have a criminal record. I can't get a job now. Cool, yeah. I'll just do heroin full time. Right. Aww. And but that's the other thing. Like, when 
when your situation is unmanageable and the only thing that makes it manageable is this, you know, substance, I get it. I get it why it'd be like, I need this thing because my life is unmanageable without this. And you can't see how to make your life manageable without the help. Like there's no, if there's no support, I, I'd be like, Everyone hates it. you. Yeah, everyone. Your parents hate you. Your friends hate you. You hate you. Yeah. What the fuck? I yeah. Mean, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying on a small thing. Sometimes I do stupid things, and then I tell myself, "I go like, God, I hate you." And I'm like, "No, no, no! Stop that diatribe! Stop saying that." There's nothing helpful about me saying right. I hate myself. There's nothing, and it's taken me many, many, many years to be able to be like, "There is nothing profitable in those thoughts." So how do we switch them? And right. Well, I mean, when I decided I hated myself enough, I stopped. Oh. Wow. I mean, I, well, that's just me, though. I mean, that was recently, that was in Chicago right before I left. I was like, I gotta fucking hate. Yeah, you hate the person you become, and if you didn't hate the person you become, you wouldn't. You wouldn't make the change. change. You would, yeah, there'd be no impetus for growth. It's growth. Yeah. You're so young to have experienced so much growth. Have the pigs made it to the pasture? If you go to Utah, you'll meet a lot of young heroin addicts. Really? A lot of them. Because, because their their lives are unmanageable because they're so Mormon and they, they can't express their feelings and yes, so they push everything down. People already think you're unsavable because you wear like shorts that are above your knees. You know? Right. What's I mean, this thing is gonna make me only a little bit worse in the eyes of these people. I'm already unsalvageable in the eyes of these people, so let me do this unsalvageable thing that makes me feel okay about being unsalvageable. Oh. I mean, everybody looks at you with the eyes that your disdainful parents have. Every window is a security camera for the church, Oof. and it's the fucking it's Utah. What else is there to do, you know? Right, then judge but, other people for their choices. <laughs> yeah, and fucking get fucked up. And I mean, hey, there's Karen feels pretty goddamn good now. I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You know, it's a it's it's a it's a fun way to spend a, an afternoon. It's a terrible way to spend your life, but I, mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not too into opiates. I'm just really lucky that. I took the five weeks of sobriety before COVID so that I wouldn't mm. be drinking as much as like uh, it's if I wouldn't have taken the five weeks of sobriety before COVID, I, I don't know what it would have happened to me. I would be waking up. I wouldn't be as productive as I'm being right now. I would definitely just be drinking a lot more all the time. So I'm, I'm really right. glad that I got the opportunity to sort of put myself on pause before the world was put on pause because That's good. without those five weeks, I would have been like, because I, I love drinking because it negates all of my choices. Like, I get to be myself, and I am who I am in the moment, and I enjoy that. And sometimes I black out, and I don't remember. But when I when I black out and don't remember, I'm absolved of those memories because I don't remember them. So it, it, it's sort of, mm. and because it gives me the excuse to say, eh, I was drunk. And so, but that I've been using for right. years, and I realized that that was a fear of just owning my own decisions. So it's right. easier to have an excuse. So if you drink enough, you have an excuse for any decision you make because you just say, oh, I was so wasted. I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. I don't remember. And then when you don't remember it yourself, it absolves so much regret or guilt or any concept at all because you don't remember. I don't remember. So th that's something that I started working on is like, why do I feel the need to not you know, own my choices. 
Why would I? It sound weird. I, I really, when I was on heroin, at least I, I, I was, my problems are tangible. At least my problems are tangible. Because hair, I mean, it takes, it takes, like, I just feel like shit. I don't know why I feel like shit. I just feel like shit. I just hate myself all the time. And at the same time, like, I don't hate myself. Like, I love myself, and I'm too egotistical and self-centered, but I also hate myself. It's these weird, nuanced, all these threads that I have to unravel. Well, hey, at least now my only problem is that I do heroin, and that's <laughs> it. Now, I can just, now if I just don't do it, I'm fine, you know? So at least they're tangible. Yeah. I, it's, it's hard also in these crazy times. It's, there's so much overt anxiety that to even identify it or let it into my life in any way seems so scary. So I'd rather sort of play around in this hallucinogenic, questionable real world. Like, what is reality? What's going on? Because if I acknowledge this anxiety, it might be too overwhelming for me to deal with. So oh, yeah. I'd rather smooth it over with a lot of marijuana. I didn't even realize I was anxious until it got pointed out to me in treatment, like two weeks into it. Like, I never thought of myself as an anxious person. I just thought, like, I don't know. I, I, I never, like, it, that, that was the weirdest thing. It was like, I, I, I was paranoid for a little bit. I was like, shit, am I really anxious? Or did I just, like, do I just think so now because someone said I am? Am I anxious no. or do I just play because anxious on TV? Because I all of a TV? sudden just realized it. Like, I just realized, like, yeah, I spent, like, a whole lifetime worrying about everything. I just, at this point, I spent so much of my life worrying about everything that I like to live in a fantasy dream world where I just don't acknowledge it at all because the ignorance truly is bliss. And if I was to lift the cover, pull back the veil on that anxiety, I feel like it would be so overwhelming that I just can't even acknowledge it. What do you mean lift the cover on it? Like find out what? Well, just right now we're in these hugely anxious times. Everyone's wearing masks. Things are weird. People on the bus. I'm walking down the street. Guys have their shirt off. People are just selling weed openly. There's there's tents everywhere. Who can you trust? Who can't you? The Where is safety? All of that is for me under sort of, I've thrown a blanket over it. I'm like, who the and if I right. lift up the blanket, like, I can't Dutch oven myself with this much anxiety because it's overwhelming of what is really happening with the world. And even starting to wrap my brain about that, it it's not going to be productive for anybody. It's just going oh, yeah. to wind me into a, a, an unmanageable state of anxiety because there's no right. way I can control anything that's happening. I don't know when they're going to open things up. When do we get – like, when do we get to eat in restaurants again? Like, that's the dumbest question. But when do we get to walk around without masks? When do we get to right. freely make decisions for ourselves without this enormous fear of dying? And I'm not afraid of dying. I, I, I've been facing my existential void for years. I'm not as scared of dying. But that yeah, everyone's no. so scared of dying right now. Why? You're not even going to know it. You're just going to be dead. Exactly. It's over. You're not even going to realize it. You're not going to have anything to regret. It's just over. Just, yeah, Exactly. And so I, I think the reason I mean smart people kill themselves at a much higher rate than anybody else, and there's a, I mean why I think that is is because and also I mean a lot of heroin addicts I met were very intelligent. A lot of them were fucking morons, but a lot of them were very intelligent. And the reason why is because I think they refuse to lie to themselves. They refuse to like lead themselves on in a direction that would 
in the end, be helpful. Sometimes you have to lie to yourself. Sometimes the truth is not something that you can handle. Yeah. Even you, even no matter how intelligent you think you are, even you can't handle the truth. You, know? you can't handle the truth. The truth. The truth that maybe you're not special. The truth that maybe <gasps> you're not really gifted. The truth that maybe you won't be successful. The truth that maybe the thing you've dedicated your life to is not what you're meant to be doing. You are speaking every internal anxiety that I feel all of the time. All of that is that, am, is my existence worthwhile? Like, is my It is worthwhile, output. but not because you're gifted. Because you're a human being like everybody else. That's what I had to learn. It, I know. It's I a mean, very Buddhist idea that it's, it's, the, it's the value we all have as a being that is alive on this particular vibration or plane. <laughs> And we're all here. Right. And it's and it's exasperated by our capitalist society that promotes celebrities and, and, and the magic of someone being gifted at something and that they're worth following, they're worth caring about because they have this uncanny ability to do something. But I mean, just because you don't have the uncanny ability to sing doesn't mean that your life is not worth living. And that's what I had to get over. I wanted to be a musician, but I am I'm not a great singer. I can say words, you know. I, I want, but I'm not James Blake. James Blake has a fucking holy shit, you know. Like, like I used to think that my life would only be worth living if I had a voice like James Blake. But that's just fucking not true. If you're not gifted, if your IQ is 80, your your life is still worth living and just as valuable as James Blake. Just because he news tells you otherwise does not mean it's true. You'll never be good enough. You'll never be good enough. You won't. No one has ever been good enough. No one in the history of all time has literally ever been good enough. Muhammad conquered the entire Arab world, and he's only one of three major religions. You will never be good enough. Jesus was not good enough to get the world to believe him. No, you're ne you will never be good enough, so get over it and stop trying. Wow, there's some ex more existential speech from Aaron Atkins. Sorry, I was just, I just finished writing my show today, and I had to do a whole bunch of soul searching about bullshit, and so I'm in the whole articulate Charles Bukowski mood. No, I hey, I completely understand, especially when your Edinburgh show is. Is it going to be zoomed? Are they going to do that no, instead? No, it's not going on in 2020. I mean, I don't know. People are saying the live performances are going to come back for like a year and a half, two years, which so I think crazy. is kind of. I hope not. I mean, I think the fringe is going to be going on in 2021. They didn't cancel it until like April. So yeah. Well, I mean, nobody knows. I mean, who? What is even happening? I just, I can't, I can't even wrap my brain around. And but it's not. For me, this hasn't been difficult. I, it, to be honest, Mutiny Radio is actually in a better position now than it ever you has been. You were freaking out for a second, though. I was, but then <laughs> that's right. So at the beginning of at the beginning of April, I lost my shit, and then enough people came together that we're good until September, and I'm like, what? So that's great, you know, and you know, I'm just gonna play it day by day and work things out, and we'll see. I don't know. Maybe we'll all be dead next week. Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully, Jesus know. Christ. You know, fam. You know. You know what? I knew we were gonna be friends. I knew. I knew that we were gonna have some kind of relationship because the first time I went up to Mutiny Radio and I bombed my dick off, I remember it being extra painful because I was like, I know I'm supposed to be involved with this somehow. <laughs> I was like, I know. Like, I just fucked up this relationship that I am supposed to have. Not even necessarily with you per se, but just like I was like, this is a 
this this station, this place is something that I was kind of meant to be at least involved with in some capacity. And the fact that I went up there and just on my dick off in front of my I need dad, to find do you remember the date? Because I have I all of the podcasts. I wanna find the old podcast and listen to it. I'm sure I it wasn't as bad as you thought. To it. Yeah, it's it's recorded somewhere. Oh, it's in it's there. It's recorded. it's in. I'm sure it's in Fantastic somewhere. You just have to remember the date, and I'll play it again. I'll listen to it. I don't remember. So many people come through this room though that I just don't. Not anymore, but they used to. I just it's so hard to keep people. But every uh, motherfuckers are so mean to you, Pam. Oh. Motherfuckers are such fucking why. I can't imagine being so bitter as some of the people I see on your Facebook that think <laughs> they're so famous. Talking about, I'm going to text people, three, I, I'm going to text bookers, tell them not to book you. Who are you? Some fucking comic from Berkeley. I've never heard of you. I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. What the fuck? It's Comedians all... think they're so fucking important. Well, Jesus it, Christ. It they all goes, a good thing when they got it. It all goes back to the whole idea of who's, are you big? Are you not big? Who cares? Like, I, I, you know, I'm a 45-year-old lady. I've been trying. I love stage time. I've been trying to perform since I was three. And. I learned early on that I just might have to create my own stage time. There's no fairy agent that's going to swoop down and scoop anyone out of obscurity and say, you are amazing. So I just started making stage time for myself. And, but that's what makes me happy. And if people recognize it globally ever, or if even when like the girl you said, she's listening, fuck yeah, that's, that's enough for me. There's an audience. I mean, I'm. There's an audience. I'm stage time. I'm all about stage time. And so to say that, Fridays at seven o'clock, we've been doing a show here. It's called Outdoor Comedy. People gather on the street, six feet distance, and we've been doing comedy only with the COVID crew who's been here since the festival, so that we're not like infecting new people. But it's basically Nathan, Sam, Rachel, Warhol, Hunter. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm hey, whenever you get back to San Francisco, like you have a place to stay. You're oh, you're. If they let you on a plane, you are a hundred percent welcome as long as you're not allergic oh, to cats. I'm driving a U-Haul from New Mexico. Perfect. You welcome. I'm going. I'm I'm going through Phoenix. I'm going to see my boy Toy. And I'm Woo! going to L.A. I'm going to spend a couple days on the beach, and then I'm going to go north. Uh, and and, I, and I'm I'm going to do some comedy, and I'm going to just kick it for a week. And then you know what? I you know what I got? You know how privileged I am. I got a $1,500 flight voucher from American Airlines that expires in like two weeks. What? So, I don't know, right? Come yeah, visit. I, I oh, dude. Dude, I just come to San Francisco. Come to San Francisco. You have a place to stay. I'm going to drive to San Francisco. I'm probably going to go to like, I don't know, maybe like Korea or some shit. Because I, I literally, I have to spend it or else it's going to be going away. Oh, go it's to. $1,500. I can't not spend it, you know? So, exactly. Well, go know. to go to Greece then. Oh, my God. Go do free yeah, camping in Greece. Because you can. I, I don't spend money on vacation. I just go to, I just get a hostel and I walk around. Yeah, but so. on, on the island of Telos. It's free camping. A lot. You can look up Greek islands, and they have free camping. All you need is a tent. And you can even have your tent Amazon. You can have your tent Amazon to the bar so that when you get to the bar, you can say, hey, something was sent to me. And then your tent is there, and you put it up on the beach. And they have uh, showers and toilets, and it's all free. You don't have to, It's not like the United States. You don't have to pay. And they've got – oh, my God, go to Greece. If they let you in – Are you going to go to Greece or Korea? I, or I would say – you got Or go, Australia. Well, Australia would be great, too. I got homies out there too, so I could stay there for free. Yeah. Japan would be like weird. But Japan's so expensive. Though. Bucks. I might never get this opportunity again. Go know? to go to so. Australia. Go to Australia. 
Yeah, do it. Next really? week. Yeah. Oh, my God. But it's not exotic enough. I want some place because, like, I'm never going to get buttercream again. Now, if it, if then, go to Poland, go to then go to I'm Amsterdam. Then go to Amsterdam. Oh, okay. Been there. Dang it. You have $1,500 to go anywhere. I always said, like, when people say, oh, you're going to go to Burning Man again? And I'd say, no, if I have $1,500, I'm going to Australia. <laughs> like, what would you, why would you go to the desert? I, I would, but it's still like a Western culture and still mm. English speaking. So as cool as it would be, like, still first on my list is a place that, like, is an experience that I could never get otherwise. You know? Yeah. Like, India was my first choice, but that's a, it's not going to get opened up in time. Sure. Korea's opened up. Japan might open up in time, but Korea is like Go Korea. One of my buddies do, uh, did teaching. She was an English teacher in Korea for three years, and she loved oh. it. Loved it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd love to. I mean, I, yeah, Korean culture is dope, but I mean, also, I'm, I mean, I'm Chinese, so I'd like to go to China, but now is probably the worst possible time. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm so excited that you have if everything falls apart, though, you could get a first-class ticket round trip from New Mexico to San Francisco and stay oh, in my trip. house. I'm never coming back here. But, oh, I see. So when you leave, you're leaving. I was like, you've got the yeah, money. Yeah. Go oh, I see. But I'm going home, and then I'm, I mean, I'm going to San Francisco regardless. I'm driving okay, back there. i got to drop off this desk that I've been carrying with me since Chicago. Um, yeah, I mean, I would want to stay with my parents. But it's like I, they, I just know my mom would like get pissed at me for having like Advil. So I, I, maybe it's better not to. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like to stay. As I, I'll long stay as probably for like a week or two. If you're not allergic to cats, you're 100% welcome uh, at my house. And you have to make sure that you're here over a Friday so that you can do the outdoor COVID comedy. Absolutely. Where that's, we, a, that's a sure thing. Yeah. That's a sure thing. Because they're having them comedy and. Their real audiences. Last week was so good. I was so proud of the podcast. Everyone had really good sets. I had a really good set. I had, I, and I, so I. Sam texted me telling me to go listen to the set. That's how good it was. He uh, said he and Nathan came up with like seven minutes of material. So. Damn. He did. He had a good set. Uh, everyone did. And every week. And that's the thing is in the beginning, they were like, why are you giving other people opportunities? I'm like, cause I don't want more people to come here because I don't want to be accused of gathering. And I was like, don't you want the stage time? Like you have the opportunity to be the only ones that are allowed to be here. Why not take advantage of it? Why be all like giving at this point? Fucking take it. <laughs> take, take it. it. Yeah. Take people it. just want to complain now. That's how you know you're like in a good position now. Complain to you, they think that you have power to change it. Oh, well, we all have power to change shit because of existentialism. Nothing has meaning, we create our own meaning yet. Nothing has meaning. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for making this. An Are amazing we not gonna podcast. listen to Dilemma? By yeah, we're gonna listen to it right now. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna close out with that. Do you have any, do you have oh, any yeah. words to say before we turn this song on about? Um, my name is Aaron Atkins. Follow me on social media at Comedy Bad Boy. Um, www.aaronaxon.net um shit well I mean that's yeah that's it y'all sweet keep, keep in touch with me Edinburgh show coming this month wait you think it's a dope I think Truth or Consequence is a dope ass name for a show I think that's what I'm gonna call it yeah because you were living in Truth or Consequences <gasps> when I finished it right so that's a, and it's also fits with the, the whole treatment thing I had so many wait wait hold on hold on Pam yeah. this is the last thing I wanna do before I leave I got a list of dope-ass, like, ambiguous show names that I want to run by you. Because you got a poetic mind, so I'd love <laughs> to hear your... Uh, I'd love to hear your opinion on... Show names. 
dope ass show names. <laughs> is, uh, is weed legal in Scotland? <laughs> it is not. Uh, <laughs> I was at, but you can drink hella young, so I was like, that's kind of what I was doing. Yeah, alcohol is the it's it's the devil. It's the it's the wor it's the most accessible and it's like the most damaging drug. I would say that honestly, if you could do uh, recreational heroin, it is safer than drinking being like drinking excessively. But that is don't quote would me I, on would that. Would I do it? No, <laughs> I actually not. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's some names. I'm just gonna say them all in order. I want you to go, mm, like, loudness of mm as to how good you think it is. If mm. it's not good, because I'm just going to say them all. I'm just going to say them one after another, all right? Mm -hmm. So you just got to give me a reaction, all right? There's a couple of them, all right? <coughs> I bet you won't do that again. There's always something. And I didn't learn anything. How to know everything without learning anything. <laughs> That's cute. The other shoe. Somewhere else at all times. Trust the pudding, parentheses, that's where the truth is. <laughs> Trust the pudding. One of, you like that one? I like that a lot. Because okay. the proof is in I the pudding. <laughs> one of my kind. Tar and feathers. All flowers in time bend towards the sun. That one's good. I don't care what you say. Young sober junkies. As before. Bag of air. Bubble underwater. Independence Day. See that which is yet to come. Now, some of these are just emo, you know? Yeah, that's pretty emo. Ashley says she wants you to be your mom. Wait, she wants she you wants to be you your to mom? Be her mom. That's great. Yeah. yeah. She says you're great. Which one do you like the most? Trust the pudding? Yeah, that's where the proof is. Yeah, absolutely. That, that or truth or consequences? Well, I think that truth or consequences is more personal and it's. And it's the name of a city where you were, and especially if you mention something like that in it, that's interesting. I, I don't know mm. what pudding jokes you have, or if that's Not just any. a no pudding joke. It's just, a, it's just an emo title. It's just an ambiguous emo title. Yeah, I mean, I like it only because I like to cook, and I, I like that. I like that you turned a cliche on its head, so it's like a joke in itself. And and when you're going to in, uh, Europe, pudding is any dessert, so. You can't have your pudding until you eat your meat. So, can't have, who doesn't want to eat their meat? Right. So, that's the vegan and me talk. But it's, I think that that title works really well for Europe, just because of what pudding means to them. Okay. Trust the pudding. That's where the truth is. Yes. Yeah, I got I got a lot of and I just love ambiguous names. My favorite part of songwriting is naming the song something ambiguous as shit. Because it doesn't even have to mean anything. Because, like, you've seen old interviews of Bob Dylan where they just, like, ask him a random question, like, hey, so you like making music, huh? And he's like, I don't know, man. What is music? What are we? Who are we? What are you? Who are you, man? You don't know anything, man. I just, I just write songs, man. It's not for you. You know, just being an asshole. You don't have to answer any questions. I want to do that. Hell yeah. You know, um, we'll, we'll leave it at this. Uh, Bob Dylan doesn't let anybody look him in the eye anymore because he is better than everyone else. <laughs> you're he not, is better than everybody else. You're not allowed to look him he, in the he eye. Is, dude. He has to choose if he's going to make eye contact with you because he's such a special human being. Lauren Hill's like that too, but she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Bob Dylan deserves that. 
Lauren Hill made one record. She made Ready or Not, and she made Miseducation. That's it. Ready or Not, That's here I come. Here I you come. Can. You can. I wanna find you. Well, thank you. Every every ghetto, every city is also wow, wow. Just the sentimentality for that. There's a sentimentality in a life that I never had, and that takes some artistry. Well, but sentimentality isn't necessarily a good thing because that's asking for emotion that you don't reach with the words. You know? Right, but she's making me feel sentimental for a childhood that I didn't Well, then have. that would be nostalgia. Then you're feeling nostalgia because sentimentality isn't good. Sentimentality is like cloying. It's, when it's, it's when it's cloyingly sweet, when, when you're asking for an emotion that the words or the song doesn't give, right? Like you're, it's sentimental. It's like, oh, but it's not nostalgic or touching. It, it's reaching for an emo- emotion that it doesn't reach, and that's okay. when it becomes sentimentality. That doesn't sound like something that's sentimental to me. Like, I see what you're saying, for sure. But that sounds like something different, because sentimentality to me is like the old souvenirs that I bought. Right, but that's that's nostalgia. That's Nostalgia is when you attribute something and remember a time, and it has meaning for you, and it's a solid meaning. Whereas, you know, sentimentality is like, you tried. It's like roses are red, violets are blue. I love you. It's sentimental, because it's... It's asking for love, but it doesn't yeah, it's deliver. It's different than how we say sentimental in everyday life. Though. Right. That's what's confusing. It's sentimental, because a souvenir, something that's nostalgic is sentimental, but in a poem, something that's sentimental is not nostalgic. Or it's nostalgic to you, but not to other people, because the emotion, the words don't reach the other people the same way it does to you. Right. Okay. Beautiful. So, Thanks, uh, so this now. last song we're going to close on, um, thanks so much to Aaron Atkins, is uh, Nelly is Dilemma Nelly. featuring Kelly Rowland. <laughs> Fucking banger, bro. Oh, my God. Nelly goes so hard on this shit. Well, you're the best. Thank you so much for making this a Thank really you, fun afternoon for me. And uh, I'm really excited that we had listeners and that we got to talk about all that kinds of weird passed, shit. That listening. Sorry to my parents. I didn't mean the thing I said about drugs. <laughs> Let's get out some Nelly. Let's get this Kelly Rowland shit going, bro. Is there how much of a chapter lay is there? Or can I sing along? Can I rap along? You could, yeah, you could. It, it's starting right now. Here you go. Mm. Yeah. Welcome to This is where the one I know starts. I'm not the fucking man. 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 I'm not the fucking man.
Nellie, ah, I love you. Bro, she said his name in the booth. Well, she, she the booth, wasn't like, she a Destiny's I, Child? She was a Destiny's Child, right? Really? No, Kelly Rowland was a Destiny's Child, right? She's the other one. Honestly, She's like Beyonce and Solange and her, right? Honestly, Sam, I do not know. I think I it is. I think she's the third. I think she's the third Destiny's Child. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm not as big of a of a Kelly Rowland fan as I am as a Nelly. Who else can rock a bandana on his face? Well, and he's, he's yeah, the piece of tape. He's like he's like Lisa Left Eye Lopez. He's working it out. Oh. Dude. Hey Pam, it was amazing. This is amazing. You're amazing. amazing. Thank you so much. Yay. Bye, Aaron. I love you. you. Bye. Love you
what? I was a um a preschool teacher, preschool helper. That's great. It starts with a I forgot to turn the microphones down. So we're in the six o'clock hour. It's joke workshop, but it's not joke workshop because no one's coming to joke workshop. I got in trouble on bacon. We'll talk in a minute. Man, we have snitches, man. Shit is bugged out, man. What the fuck, man? Niggas running their mouth. Telling anything. Anything. Rap snitches, telling all their business, sitting in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Uh, rap snitches, telling all their business, sitting in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Tight profile, low, like eight and paid in full. Attract heavy cash, cut the game, seem triple, Mr. Fantastic. Long go like elastic, all my life with twin glocks that's made out of plastic. Stand up brown nosing nigga, fake ass bastard. Admiring my style, tall bust to Manhattan, plotting, playing the quickest. My flow's the sickest, my hoes be the thickest, my drove the stickiest. Street nigga, stamped and bona fide. When beef jump niggas come get me, cause they know I ride. True to the ski mask, New York's my origin. Play a fake gangster like an old accordion. According to him, when the D's rushed in, complication from the wild testimony was thin. Cause this man to go up north, the boy hit him again. Lame rap snitch nigga, even told on the man. Mexican rap snitches telling on their business, sit in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Rap snitches telling on their business, sit in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. There's rules to this shit. Fools dare care. Everybody wanna rule the world with tears for fear. Yeah, yeah, tell them, tell it on the mountain hill. Running up their mouth, Bill. Everybody doubting still. Former, keep it up and get tested. Pop through your bubble vest or double breasted. He keep a lab down south in the little beast. So much heat, you would have thought it was the Middle East. A little grease always keeps the wheels spinning. Like sitting on 23s to get the squealers grinning. Hitting on many trees, feel real linen. Spitting on enemies, get the steel for tin men. With no brains but gum flap. He said his gun clap. Then he fled after one slap. Son, shut the trap, save it for the bitches. Mm, delicious, rap snitch, delicious. You know what I'm saying? It's terrible. crazy, man. I'm just analyzing this whole game. It's just bugged out, man. Niggas snitching. Telling on their own selves. It's a horror. Fuck around. Don't get anybody bag, man. Trust Fuck around. Get your mama bag, man. You know your grandma used to be bootlegging. Fake hustling, nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
so nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Keep your vanity charged. You know it won't stick, yo. And it's not his fault you kick slow. Should've let your trick hold, chick hold your sick glow. Plus nobody couldn't do nothing once he let the brick go. And you know I know that's a bunch of snow. The beat is so butter. Peep the slow cutter as he utter the calm flow. Don't talk about my mom, yo. Sometimes he rhyme quick, sometimes he rhyme slow or vice versa. Whip up a slice of nice verse pie, hit it on the first try, villain. The worst guy, spot hot tracks like spot a pair of fat asses. Shots of the scotch from out the square shot glasses. And he won't stop till he got the masses. And show him what they know not through flows of hot molasses. Do it like the robot to headspin to boogaloo. Took a few minutes to convince the average boogaloo. It's ugly, like look at you, it's a damn shame. Just remember all caps when you spell the man name. Slice wig, allegedly the investigation is still ongoing in this pesky nation. He got the best con flowing. The pot doubles, now they really got troubles. Madman never go like snot bubbles. End of the world's coming, and we're all gonna die, right, Pancake? I can't That's what you stress just said. this enough. That we're all gonna die. Yeah. We're all gonna die. Yep. Well, eventually. Well, eventually. I know. That's what I was saying too. We're all gonna die eventually. But especially if the FEMA today. wants to like have a drill and and like throw M16s in my face <laughs> and say, "Stay in your homes," or oh, you know what? Actually, I don't give a shit. You're outdoors. It's it's free game. It's it's open season on anyone who's outdoors because you must be a threat to my safety, my grandmother's safety. Well, that's the. I mean, am I? I I I took the bus today. Took the bus here. Walked through the tenderloin. Am I a threat? What's the deal with the muni? Are they gonna shut that down? No, they're keeping everything open. No, you're a threat to yourself if you walk through the tenderloin. But what are they? at I'm a threat point. to this. This I just don't understand how every time I undo all of those cords, they all get jumbled up again. It's just it's it's just entropy. It's the jumble gnome. It's entropy. Comes in at night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you wanna you want a mask? No. I don't want a mask either. They're clean. I. I don't know. 
we've talked about it on the last hour. I, if we're I scared. Ate, You're I not scared at all. I ate lunch today in a hospital cafeteria. Oh my god! Why? Yeah. <laughs> because I've been making a lot of stops in in like medical buildings and hospitals because they're moving shit around now. They're they're they're, they're calling us, and I just had a stop at lunchtime, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Wait, you take like legal documents and like yeah. blueprints and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of you had a lot of work today. Yeah, yeah, I was going that. to hospitals. Patient uh-huh. zero. A lot dude, of hospitals. A lot dude, of dude. You dude, are. I have a video. I took a video of these two doctors walking around like in literal biohazard suits, carrying these like boxes that were wrapped in plastic. They look like they they were vaccines. No way. They weren't vaccines, yeah. but they looked like they were vaccines. Was it a red I, box or a blue box? White. Just, it was white. Just to let people know as we spread misinformation sometimes. No, no. That's what, I wanna, that's what we should do d- during the entirety of the lockdown is just spread fake news about the contagion. Well, <laughs> Sam, if all of what you're saying is yeah. completely true, you are the life – you are the, the main line to everything that would be causing or helping – any of this at this point. Oh, yeah. You're way behind the curve on spreading fake news. That's really, yeah, really been happening for Sorry. months now. <laughs> but when PG&E was, when they were having their fire shit, they were, because they're, they're, they're one of our clients too. Mm-hmm. So they would send documents to the uh, CPUC, which is the Commission of Protective Urinary Cocks or something. I don't know what it is, but okay. it is something. CPUC. CPUC. PG&E to CPUC. That's a hot delivery. Whoa. Like big ass, big ass bricks, tons of documents. Like, oh, oh shit! That's the insurance. I've thought about like just what would happen if I just tossed them into the bay. <laughs> and the answer is probably they would just print out more of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you're close enough to kill a federal judge last Tuesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but uh, there's uh, that's why I wrote my little book about bike messenger assassins is that you really are moving around like they let sensitive me s- shit. They let me sneak my scissors in too to the courtroom now. No way. Yeah, they don't even look at the fucking screen when what I go about your little just What about your little scalpel? Yeah, my scalpel, my scalpel and my scissors, I bring them in now. I used to hide them under my bike. Dude, but now should I don't. you be or telling everyone in the world this? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's a 400 McAllister. The, uh, the federal building at Golden Gate where they have the Marshals and shit. They're mm. such fucking assholes. You can't even bring a dime bag of weed in there. I kind of have a sore throat. From kissing my cheek? Oh, no, I went. It was. It's I went from into last the federal night, building with shrooms once accidentally. What? I went into I went into the federal building once with shrooms accidentally. I didn't know that they were in my bag. Five 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 Golden Gate. And, and I, yeah, I put it through that because because there's a there's a post office in the bottom of that, and there's no other post office in the Tenderloin, and I had to send. I was sending I was sending marijuana food to a friend. <laughs> anyway, so I went down to. The, so I went and I my little bag goes through or whatever, and I do my business and everything else, and I go to the the post office and send my little box. And then I'm like 20 minutes away. I'm on my way to the station. I'm like, oh my god, I've got mushrooms in my bag. And I just walked into a federal building. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't fuck with me. Yeah. It was very lucky. But uh, yeah. You're gonna make mushrooms legal. Good. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm so glad I have all those mushrooms. I have to stay indoors. All. Do you still have all that, that, that big so bag? So big, of course. Fuck yeah. <laughs> You know what I, w- I worry about is uh, giving my worst ideas about how to conduct yourself as a human being 
and having that go out to the masses and having that be an example of what is you know okay to do because I've talked about like on in my sets I've talked about like putting something on toilet paper because it's the wild wild west in the bathroom anything goes I guess you could bring your own toilet paper and be what safe do you mean that way. Yeah. On the t- like putting anthrax on the yeah, toilet like paper. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I was thinking like a contagion. Anything. Or something. Anything. You can do anything. that. With, you can do that with so many things. You could drop acid into like a public water, f- not a public water fountain, but like, you know those big jugs they have at Mexican restaurants. You could put like 500 drops into that thing and fuck everybody up that comes through. Yeah. But then and no one would be, be able to put it together. You'd be expanding the their fucking minds. Yeah, you would. True. You wouldn't be ruining their lives. No, well, there's some ca- there's some cases where. Like, I heard about this one Never girl, does. her boyfriend. I, it's my story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that's right. The girl I that I taught, and she was yes. in my special ed class. She that was, hit me so hard. She was emotionally disturbed because she was a typically developing child, and her ex-boyfriend was mad at her and dosed her 7-Up with 40 hits of liquid acid and didn't tell anybody, and nobody, nobody knew. So she went to the hospital, and she was freaking out, and she was like, I saw... She told me stories. She's like, I saw God, I saw the devil, the hospital, like... She said, hospitals are fucked up places, and they didn't, nobody knew mm-hmm. for like two weeks that she was on acid. They put her in the insane, like they, <laughs> and they nobody, I was like, doctors couldn't what? fucking figure that out. But, it but was what a terrible idea to bring someone on acid to a hospital. You should bring them to Joshua but Tree they or didn't, something. Like they, let didn't cool know, they didn't know she was on acid. That's the whole thing is that he did it without anybody knowing, and her parents didn't know, and it wasn't anything that she would have ever done. And so it was so out of character that nobody thought at that time that it was it could be something like that they thought she just had some crazy psychic break and she didn't know that she'd done it and she was fucking losing well, her she, goddamn she, mind she should have listened to her parents when they told her to stop hanging out with tyler you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was awful for her and she ended up it ended up fucking her up for for life really she was she had trouble at a bunch of different schools and the last i heard she was doing one of those work programs where you like fill sandbags and stuff for the government for money in California or whatever, like outdoor work stuff. Was that and MK Ultra? Is that that project? I don't know what it's called, but she attacked the, her boss guy with a pickaxe because he, <laughs> he triggered her because she'd been sexually assaulted and all this other stuff had happened. Oh, and so, so be she careful got, about revealing uh, too much about. Oh, I don't even remember her name. And this uh, was from this was a, this was a student I had when I, in 1998. I mean, I remember uh, the school and I remember 1998, but I can't be specific. Uh, anything more than that but i do remember all of that i taught a lot of kids it's hard it's hard to remember all the comedians names let alone all the kids you ever taught so that was like the new basket weaving class for people with with their mental disorders oh i used to teach i used to teach students with emotional disturbance for a while i was a california credential school teacher it's one of the things I used to do. Yeah, but how, how did she get the pickaxe? She was like mining. Yeah, I, oh, she was great mining. They gave it to her. She was working <laughs> with it. She was working with it. They were doing outdoor work, and they all were filling sandbags or something, and that's something that you could do in Sacramento. Like if you fucked up in school and they didn't know what to do with you, there were, and she'd already been through my the program I was teaching. Like there was nowhere else to put her, and Juvie wasn't going to work. Oops, you want to be on the microphone. Wait, There's an on-off switch on that too. You have to flip it on. I'm sorry. Is it? It is, right? Test. Yeah. Is yeah, that on? Good. Test? Yeah, okay. Okay, good. 
but I mean, she's emotionally disturbed and she's going crazy and they don't know what to do with her, so give her a pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, see, she was working outside <laughs> and and I guess her boss guy touched her butt or something and she flipped on him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. I would do that too. Guaranteed. So there, there were problems. Anyway. Beyond the acid. Beyond the acid. Well, that then that's the thing is that once you become one of those kids and you're in – like special like classes and stuff, it's kind of hard to get out of them. But that's happened to so many people. Um, just uh, people going through so much, or I guess acid frenzies or whatever, where they get locked in. Sid Barrett from uh, Pink Floyd, he went nuts and too much acid. Too much acid. He was Ch- the Charles Manson. Charles, well, Charles Manson. Family. Too much acid. Yeah. I think there's a lot more to that, but yeah, too much acid there too. Did Jer- is Jeremy still around? No, too, too much m- acid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gone. Okay, oh, I was just checking. Oh, yeah, it's so checking. funny. Like the, it's weird. It's weird, the way that you think about acid as you're going through it. Like when I was younger, I thought acid was the devil. It was gonna melt your brain, and then I took it, and I felt like I had been lied to my whole life about acid, and then I started taking it more and more, and then it started to do less, less good. Like there are dimi- diminishing returns on it. Oh yeah, and then it gets to a place where you're like, when should I stop taking it? A certain tolerance buildup that you you get, and you yeah, have to take more to feel it. Well, you don't learn the same stuff that you learned when you first took it, and that's wha- that was one of the greatest things for me with taking it. That's like why you try mescaline next, and yeah. then you're like, oh, this isn't good enough. Let's try GBH or whatever GHB. G- or whatever. GHB is not. It's that's <laughs> weird. It's a weird drug. It is, but you feel drunk, and then it changes. <laughs> it's it's not. I, there's Ketamine. I, well you're Probably on your ketamine. ketamine <laughs> I had two weeks where I did a lot of ketamine. <laughs> I just hung out with these people that were doing ketamine. And I, I don't know. It's not really a fun drug. Like, it doesn't I, do I, anything. I, I, it's, I like, agree. softer than wheat. Like, I grew up and there was a song called Getting Stuck in the K-Hole or Kids in the K-Hole. K-hole yeah. That whole song was just like, oh, you get stuck and then you feel like, oh, there's all euphoria and all this. But you well, can't constantly... You don't even know what's real, and that would be a horrible reality. Well, that's that, that would probably be the only thing that would convince me to actually do more ketamine is the fact that I might permanently be high on it. So that's <laughs> sounds like a pretty good bang for your buck there. Matthew Cork is back. You don't no, know I d- I'm sorry that that sound. I'm sorry. To, I'm that my voice had the wrong intonation. That I didn't mean to sound sad. I now feel I should address the fact that I took a crap or something like. Oh, I didn't know. I can't. I have no sense of smell, so it's not going to. Well, I didn't take it there's in a, the room. Uh, there's matches here. in there. Match. There's matches. Did you know? It's not matches. about. It's that like you made a, a point. Like, why weren't you here earlier? Well, now. Uh, <laughs> so where were you, buddy? Well, the intonation in in there's matches in there. Was <laughs> <laughs> way more now, excited. Matthew, please than leave the podcast. I'm not worried about using a stick. I'm worried about the studio audience being like. Why weren't you? you were just there? Why, why were you gone for ten minutes? Well, um, I'm still debating on whether. I guess if I don't take the bus and I walk here, I can be here during the day. There's no difference of me being here than being at my house. Like I'm inside and no one else is here. Well, right now there's people here, but none of you people are people that I haven't. Like, we're also not really touching or anything. Right. You know, What's the deal with people just uh, gathering in other people's houses? And we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to gather, and no one's supposed to gather anywhere together. Is there a limit? Except on your the immediate gathering? family. 
that's so fucked up. And there, people I can't, can't sit. People can't sit for restaurants now. Everything has to be takeout if they're gonna stay open. Can't even go to a restaurant. Nope. Bars and restaurants are all closed unless you're getting takeout. And you're only supposed to have essential jobs. So then you have to make sure you have to figure out like whose job is essential. Like, is it? Is that just you? Do you just get to decide if your job is essential? At, they because if you're a fast food counter operator, I know is like McDonald's essential. I was asking yeah, that. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely. Popeyes is essential. Takeout only. Well, they're probably reducing to skeleton staff. They're closing yeah. the churches, but not the church's chicken. Amazon <laughs> is hiring. Amazon is hiring a hundred thousand workers for their warehouses and distribution. This is all for of Bezos all to make more money. Yeah. So we oh all have shit. to work for we all have to work for Amazon because it's going to be the only game in town. That's because that could be something. He has enough money where he could do something. He owns like Whole this. Foods. He has the food production. Yeah. He's a hundred billion. No, he, he could give all of us one dollar and three cents. No, 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 no. Do the math right now. Do the math. What, what's a, what's a billion divided by three hundred fifty million? That's like three. That's, that's like three dollars, I think. Oh, no. you got it's, me. No, no, no. It's there's nine hundred and ninety nine. Three hundred dollars. Millions, almost in a billion. So if you had three hundred and twenty five million, how? Because we have three hundred twenty five million. That's three million per person. Oh, he has three hundred twenty five no, billion. I thought he had a hundred yeah. billion. Oh my God, he could easily give each of us a million dollars. There's no question at yeah. all, mathematically. No, it's a thousand dollars. No, it's a, thousand dollars. No, it's a million dollars. To be but fair, it's not like he has that in cash. Okay. True. If, yeah, this is if all. we all have money, none of us have that's money. True. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. But uh, it if we're make a all difference. special, none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> I. I really think that something to that. If you have a hundred billion dollars, you could throw a pandemic just into the populace to inc- boost up your sales and take over the world. Yeah. Like Bezos could. But you're running the high risk of catching it. It's true, unless he has the vaccine and, and he thought about Vaccines all of Vaccines aren't a hundred percent. The vaccine Maybe. is just him looking it's ugly too, as fuck. It's too <laughs> so that's all Bald, fun. Ugly that's all head. fun to suggest, but it's too random. You'll get people you don't want to die caught up in that. Can't. Well, can't and you know what? Two thousand. How many people died in the Twin Towers? And, and frankly, like 2,600 people died, and those were all innocent sure, people. And sure. people probably knew those but, people. And frankly, Bezos doesn't really need to do it. He's already largely in control of everything. He, he you know, like he's already crushing uh, inner cities and, and small towns with his deliveries. But. but Small we're about to have an uprising, and we ne- we we can't. We're not going to take this anymore. We're all to in the me, mud, yeah. and we're we're all against each other all day, every day, competing against each other. So we're all going to have a, a revolution. We're gonna we're we're gonna be on top. But I'm right? pretty sh- starting to sound like Charles Manson. But I'm pretty sure. Re- revolution. But, but just to, like we were t- like Be- but Bezos isn't like pulling any strings on that. He he wants a certain amount of stability so he can maintain being a billionaire. If it's a free for all millionaire, there's no guarantee he's maintaining who he used to be. <laughs> like it's a little too too random for he's those. He's self sufficient. I'm sure of it. Yeah, His self? No, he's not. Can he hunt for himself? He still realizes. I think he's got like lemon food. trees in his yard. I'm sure he's he got. Just eat lemon trees. It, it you know, does he know how to skin and dress an animal? I doubt it. He just has to wait for most of the population yeah. to die from this pathogen. 
and then all the food will be his. It's too it's too random for that. Someone lower down I'm the t- totem pole who's willing to, to take chances vodka. with you. Um, Look, it's really just they. So Joe Rogan asked this pandemic expert about this stuff, and they, they talk about these like, oh, these made up diseases that people make in a lab. He's like, first of all, it's too hard, and. We have plenty to be worried about with what's just regular out there. Like, you don't need to make up all the scariest things you can think of a disease can do to you. is already a disease that's out there. It's not, you know, you don't have to make anything up. Why is this one so contagious? Is it because it lasts? Sure. Does it last a while? It's, it's not probably any more contagious than anything else. It's just new to us. And it's going to wreak a special kind of havoc because it's the same. A, a coronavirus is also the common cold. It's in that field of viruses. I thought coronavirus was a virus that exists in animals and rarely goes to humans. But there's something about the 19th one that... They call it 19 because it showed its ass in 2019. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So this isn't the 19th. But there are, d- there are different variations of corona, right? Right. And the yeah. common cold is one of them. Okay. And we don't get an uproar over that because it's common. And this new one, they're sort of like, well, we're not sure what the death rate is and whatever. Like, there's still stats coming out on what the actual death rate is. Because it's so new, we have no freaking clue what to is expect. Is it because it's spreading so fast? We don't well, have it's spreading so fast because stats. they didn't take make us make proper... It was a hoax for, like, two months, you know, which was mm. bad advice, you know. Uh, um, and Trump defunded... Uh, yeah. The crisis pandemic. Epidemiologists. Well, right. Which the world. CDC. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those are all contributing factors to why it's spreading because nobody was taking it seriously. Like if we got the word the first day, we wouldn't have had to be as drastic as now. The worse it gets, the more drastic things will have to be. If we got if the first day this happened, the first few people were quarantined and we were asked to rest in place and they started making tests so we could all be tested to know for sure if we have it or not. Like this would all be solved so much faster, but they sort of were like, oh, it's a hoax. you know. And then it was spreading on almost – Unfettered. It's a democratic hoax. Yeah. So those those are contributing factors to why it's spreading. And it's probably not going to be that bad, but there's enough I don't know. And if it does get bad, and no, why didn't you tell us to shelter in place for two months? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we're either all going to die or we're going to look back on it and feel so silly. No, we can just Rarely say. do we look back on ourselves and think it's so silly. Most of the time we look back and be like, we probably could have been smarter even. Swine flu seems silly to me. Well, how old were you when that went through? Like 11. So, yeah. So. Well, everything was silly to me. Right, exactly. <laughs> my point. Everything's silly to you now. I'm only 12 And it's now. easy to be, you know, I, let me, I, I, I used to be you. Now I'm 50. And it's easy to be cocky and everything about it when you're your just, yeah. That's just how it goes. You know what's worse than a fireman who starts a fire to be the hero? A policeman who shoots himself? Oh, uh, wait. This was on Final Jeopardy last night. Hold the, on. This whole crime? Oh, I love this song. Come um, on. What? The, <laughs> the worst part, the, the worst, worst, th- worst about that is it's premeditated and... The fireman doesn't want to put out that part of the town. I I lost you. Yeah, what I lo- what? <laughs> you took a you took a sidestep. I think you lost yourself. Bacon no. on like his fourth slice of hot bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it so much. Well, is it um, just that you're hungry or that it actually is? Good I'm starving. To get high. Yeah. 
I have a fish. I have a fish. A fish salad. Oh, I think I just want, need the jerky. From you need side. jerky. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you some jerky. So apparently, San Francisco liberal socialist San Francisco is still enforcing parking meters. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, what? Who got a ticket? Well, someone put out this sort of nearly joking post, like, like you know, there's a little bit of truth in, in a joke. Sometimes there's a lot of truth in a joke. I believe it was Warhol Kaufman who was like, how am I supposed to shelter in place if I got to go out and check my car every hour? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, touche. And it's like, maybe they should like, oh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, I, I got a ticket once on the 4th of July and I tried to fight it. I was like, look, I had no expectation of enforcement. It was the 4th of July. I don't know if you guys are history buffs here in the court system, but we basically, an unfair tax is why we had a revolution in the first fucking place. And it's a little too poetic that you guys are enforcing meters on yeah, the 4th. No, totally not. Dude. No. That's why like, they spread this pathogen. Right, but that's sort of like, this is how regular citizens take you up should, arms against you. You should have teabagged the operator behind the glass. <laughs> well, that you been now you explain why I couldn't teabag them. You're, by the way, by then you were in a courtroom talking to an actual judge yeah. with like bailiffs ready to throw you in the hooskow for being a little too shitty. All, all due respect, I hate you, Your Honor. Yeah, but it was just like, how do you not see my point here? You're a hypocrite in the umpteenth degree, yeah. Your Honor. And they're like, it was clearly marked. You don't get the 4th of July off. I'm like, as an American, I shouldn't have to ask for it. Like, the expectation is, fuck off. And, you know, it was just one of those, like, they're just going to, you know. Whenever my friends are like, hey, you live in liberal San Francisco. I'm like, you know, it's not really defined liberal because, <laughs> you know. The housing thing here is definitely capitalism. The meters are definitely capitalism. They're like, this liberal thing is a thin if you, gloss. If, if you ask a stranger on the street for a cigarette and you don't look questionably housed, they'll m mostly give it to you. That's what real liberalism is. I love that all of you use my term. What? Questionably housed. <laughs> I did. I came up with that like years ago. Oh, I, I turned you off. I'm sorry. It gives buzz. No, no, no. I just like it that they use my term. No, I'm sorry. Well, I like it because, um, you know, people try to call me homeless when I'm just houseless. So. Yeah. Home is where the heart is. But now, but now all you housies are all stuck, and I can keep keep it moving. <laughs> but you have to worry about parking. Who's laughing now? Actually, I noticed that the first day when they were like having people work from home. I, I, I was uh, I had a job in the sunset and man parking's always rough but it was near impossible uh, I was like holy fuck people go to work like free up a spot Jesus no that the sunset and, the, and, and it was Excelsior one of those, are and it was one of those if you if you live in that zone you can stay there all day but if you don't it's a two-hour thing so like I'm moving around and nobody else is and it's like you can't just pull back in the same spot. You know, Some like they'd be like, people, you were here two hours ago. They have driveways that they could drive into, but they're saving it for whoever comes back. Well, they might already be a three-car household, and someone's in that spot already, and exactly. they're like, so like, it's really hard to like pressure them to like, why can't you pull your driveway? And if you're in your driveway and blocking the sidewalk, which most driveways in that neighborhood are short enough to do, they can't 
just pull in their driveway. You get a ticket uh, I've, for blocking the sidewalk. I've parked on the sidewalk several times yeah. just for street cleaning and whatnot. And I've been right. if you're there for a sec, that's one thing. That's if one you thing. like and park you and leave over a th- four hours, someone's going to come by and be like, ticket. I just told my first person that they can't come to mutiny, but because I'm making a new rule that you can only come back if you've been here before. Like, whoa. So, fascism. Who did you just so, like, no, but yeah. I mean, like, Warhol. Who died and left you in charge? Oh, wait, you are. The people that I know that yeah, are. Fuck oh, those so we don't, don't infect let them, new don't people. So, I don't infect new people. So, well, like, this Josh wanted to come. But the thing is, I was with Josh at Delirium on Monday, too. So, I feel like, well, I was with you at Delirium on Monday. So, you if know. If people ask you, just say no. But if people come. Yeah, I, and people know to come, so I hope people come. Yeah. I hope my friends come so I can well, see them. Well, as much as it's like I came here anyway, it is the responsible thing to do to tell people not to. Yeah, if they you could always house it under that. If they want to free will it and do it anyway, I, that's I mean, different. And that's the thing is I feel like I can be here because I, well, I was supposed to get work done today, but Pancake and I talked and had a good time, so... But I still, I, I tomorrow I'd like to be here to update the website. It's easier to do here from than from home. There's a, you are a media outlet, and there's a uh, reasonable argument that this is a necessary thing. We're at war, right? Kind of. With this kind disease? of. Sure, we're at war against it. With the one percent, the this one is true their God. First attack. Well, I'm it's still driving to work, so I could drive you major i think that driving is still i'm gonna walk because i get to i get to exercise and if anybody says anything i'll be like keep six feet away from me i'm maybe i'll even maybe i'll even run maybe i'll even run just to be like look i'm actually (laughs) look you know and then you start patting um your um the sides of your your um bubble suit your, pa- your your pockets, Pants? your waist, your waist, <laughs> and and uh, you start like check checking yourself for like your wallet and keys, and you say, uh, and you're screaming, stand my ground, stand my ground. <laughs> Just do that. Why is the number six feet? Like why? What, what's our obsession with gravity? Is it is it because six feet under? What if yeah, dead people we need to bury them six feet so they don't contract? No, the plague? stuff that you spit out is affected by gravity, and in six feet, it's going to succumb to gravity and fall to the earth. Oh, I well, unless you're Nathan Lowe. <laughs> well, if you <laughs> give it a huck and <laughs> spit it out, you, you that's different. But if you're just talking, basically... Why don't they just issue uh, hamster balls where you can just get into like those little hamster balls that are little plastic things and start walking around? Door, can't doorways. can't touch anybody. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's because I smoked... Six this. feet! Oh, no. That's because I smoked a cigarette after my bike ride. (laughs) Social distancing. The one time Pancake took his mask off. No. (laughs) Took your mask off. Why did you just spit in his mouth, Sam? I covered my arm. I like like how people (laughs) cough into their elbows and then bump elbows. elbows. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The irony is not lost. When did you think of that? When was <laughs> Saturday, That's right before good. I went on stage, <laughs> and I whipped it out. That's good. Because I'm giving the live long and prosper. Even though you gave me a handshake the other night, and you even man, said why shit. you got it, bro? We were all <laughs> hugging and shaking hands it last is, night. It there is a bad, it no is a bad reflex. And what am I gonna do? You're from this third world country. You don't understand. I have to greet you in the barbaric, primitive way that you used to being greeted. Don't touch your face. (laughs) No one touch your face. I'm being rude to John. He's from Peru, if I'm correct. And it's not a, you know, I'm just being teasing that he's a primitive barbarian. Chileno. 
But it's, no but it's a reflex. It. We're all sort of a little bit primitive, and it's like I was doing that too. I'd be the live long and prosper, and then someone would kill on stage, and when they got off stage, I'm giving them the, like the bro hug and everything. It's like, oh, that's great, man. So it's just like you <laughs> – But is that a thing for Italy where they're, they're giving three kisses? Right, it's very European to do the like, cheek kiss thing. That's and, why they're so fucked up, yeah. And, <laughs> oh. That's kind of a thing, and they are into big groups and social yeah, living and seen, all that sort of stuff. We've seen big social groups of Italians. And, uh, it's fun. They're fun. They, yeah. You can well, drink they, on the street there, too. That's funny. They, they, they open use container like lock. six totally. feet about whenever they gesture, so they're touching people when they're walking. Yeah. Right? They don't uh, even mean to. But they also are in a culture where men will hold hands and walk down the street that aren't gay. It's just like like their cousins that are like they're close with like if they have a whole different feel about closeness what? and talking. men will hold hands if they're not gay there's a lot of countries like oh that. yeah totally. it's really america and like a couple others where they don't do it because of the 90s in america right well, yeah. i don't even know oh you it might be gay that. Ah! it was before that it's a plot light of every single show it's what? not like guys held hands in the 50s or anything it was it's very no touch culture i just don't i don't like holding hands with anybody there's what? footage of Bush <laughs> walking with Prince Abdullah of Saudi Arabia oh, holding hands. I remember that. <laughs> because that's like in, in, their, in the Saudi Arabian culture, like men holding hands is just like buddies will do that. Like when they're walking together. Yeah. yeah nah, he fucked like that guy after that though. <laughs> <laughs> right, but not in a gay way. Not in a gay way. That well, I learned negotiated settlement of two superpowers. I learned yeah. that in the um, Hispanic culture or whatever with men, it was in a gender studies class I took in college, which was a long time ago. But that you can be a Latino dude and you can fuck a guy in the butt, but you're not gay. Yeah, they're I'm, gay. I'm they're not gay. gay. The but guy I'm you, fucking is exactly. That makes sense to me. So that because they have the sex with their wife, but they also have sex with guys. I, but I they're think a that's top. more jail terms than Latino. I mean, no, this is like it was a gender studies class from the from like I took it in like what '93 or something. Yeah. So the book was really old. It was probably from like '89. So we we were probably studying like the '60s and that '70s. Seems very generalized. That's so weird. Oh, I know, but it was it was a thing about gender and sexuality and, and culture and latin cultures isn't there like 80 of them like 80 different <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> countries that are, are somehow latin many. you know what's the what's the philippines exactly but is that i latin understand what she's Asian saying it's, it's the machismo of like yeah. dude i just fucked you in the ass and that makes so that makes you not sexual both of us it's mutual but then it's like no i'm fucking you you're right. taking it right you're it's gay sort of, i'm not but that's right along the lines of sometimes a cigar is just a cigar like, yeah. oh, I see. I have an oral fixation, but you're just smoking cigars. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, you like, like lollipops and popsicles. I, you're an alcoholic. This is a wine party. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no, you're an alcoholic too. Yeah. Oh, good. There was a, okay, sorry. But, you know, there's also that, that sort of denial or. There's a denial in any. But that, that's an interesting um, yeah. gender, or I mean, uh, a studies class, yeah. cultural studies. Wow. It was. I took a Very lot of feminist classes in the early 90s yeah, trying to, to figure 90s. my shit out. Yeah. What, 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 what's the main population of these guys that are fucking other guys in the butts? <laughs> is it old men or is it like young guys? Because in Colombia, there's a village where uh, men coming of age will go out and fuck donkeys instead of masturbating. Yep. Uh, You're making this up. No. no, I'm not. No, no I'm this not. is true. And, and it's like totally normal. And, you know. Uh, well, it's wow. Also stem from shepherds having nothing else to do and raising their flock or taking care of their flock yeah, and 
Wow. I would try that. I'm not going to lie. If, if, like, I'd be like Anthony Bourdain. Like, I'd go there <laughs> and I just want to try it. But would you local. take it from them? No, that well, that can kill you. <laughs> no, that's really that's that gay bestiality. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you draw the crazy. line. <laughs> line is drawn there. That's don't be crazy. Like there that. was there's um, there's a poem by Rumi though, and it's about fucking a donkey. Um, it's a poem from like the 1,400 or something, right? And there's it. The story of it is that there's this rich woman, and she has sex with this donkey, but she has the poems called the gourd. And she has this hollowed out gourd thing that she puts on the donkey stick so it doesn't, you know, kill her. Yeah. And so <laughs> her maid is like watching her through the door and she doesn't see the whole picture. That's kind of the point of the poem is like not seeing the whole picture. So she's looking through this keyhole and she's seeing the, the lady of the house having a great time with this fucking donkey. And but she doesn't see the gourd. She doesn't see it. She doesn't know about it. What what's the point of the gourd? I'm sorry. It keeps it because the donkey's dick is so big. It penetrates. Oh, and it actually. And the gourd so looks like a ball sack kind of. It. It's it, got like it, a ball it's sack like end. A, it's a gourd that's like round, and so there's a hole, and so you put it on the donkey dick so that it doesn't. Oh, it can't. It right. Can't oh, go but then you the all donkey's the not having any fun because that condom is too thick. That's. <laughs> so, so she's having a good time, and the, the maid is looking it's through the thing, and she says. Oh, that looks like a lot <laughs> of fun. <laughs> and so then she doesn't know about the gourd, and so she later fucks the donkey and gets killed because the donkey viscerates her and it goes all the way into her intestines and she dies. And that's all in the poem. It's this crazy poem. It's also a cannibal corpse song. If, if all poems were more like that, I think poetry would be a little more popular. <laughs> 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 it's like a really ancient, strange poem. But yeah. anyways, it was about fucking donkey so i guess that must have happened like he wouldn't have written but it's also a poem about it if it wasn't a fucking thing it's an right analogy or it's an allegory saying this yes, is, is you don't i mean it's you mainly you didn't see the bigger picture and right. if you would have seen that then you would have had the gourd yes and the but there's and it's the talking donkey. about donkey funking in the 1400s <laughs> so it's like what anyways so there's a so i can believe that there's a town or whatever where they all fuck donkeys that makes sense to me donkey fucking has got a lot more progressive since the 1400s <laughs> Vice is covering it now. <laughs> Vice is covering it? Yeah, that's where I learned about this, on Vice. Mm-hmm. They, w- oh. they went there, and they I don't think they filmed it, but they talked to the people. Which one of them fucked a donkey? Yeah. Are these fainting? Oh, I was thinking fainting goats. Do they do they faint when <laughs> fucked? <laughs> those are, those are uh, Bill Cosby goats. <laughs> <laughs> there was... Um, do the goats get the vapors? Is that what it is? There's this other podcast... Um, H3 podcast and they talked about this a couple years ago and kind of popularized it but there's a group of people that very casually talk about fucking their tiny horses because they are (laughs) unexpected turn not ponies they are um, tiny horses J.R. N. Um, B. N. Jerumban? They're just right, <laughs> no bucket needed. Just right, no bucket needed. What, what does that mean? Oh, I get, you don't have to stand on a bucket to be oh. tall enough to fuck the horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. And there's a there's a community online. Wow. What, what's the, and you know about this community? Th- through a podcast that I heard a couple years ago. This I'm going to have to fact check. I, I heard it on a podcast as the new, uh, <laughs> you know, for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pancake. Okay, I'm too high for this conversation Tall people that don't. Anybody want to talk about regular jerking off to human porno? I mean, gross, ill, so mainstream. What if they have like NBA size players that just don't need a bucket? They have their own group. They're like, dude, I fuck horses all the time. Bro, you cowards that you won't cowards. fuck a horse. Well, <laughs> you, I guess there could be stilts that one could fashion. You, you must so have such big balls to fuck a horse because those, those bitches kick. They'll mm-hmm. kick you right in the That's balls. That's why they do the tiny horse. You would want small balls for that. You would Don't want, kick yeah, yeah, true. Uh, obviously, you're not taking, you know, the, the alpha female. You're doing one of the lesser horses, one or of the more man. docile horses. A little man butt Horses. Horse pussies are probably really wide. <laughs> probably better off going for the snake hole. I'd imagine they're I mean, tight. That's no, because uh, a whole horse comes out of there, like with legs and everything, and then it stands up and walks around, which I think is no. Really small cool. horses are basically talking. muscular as hell, and there's no like soft, loose, open spots on them. I imagine that they are pretty tight because they're small quite horses muscular. are just like small people. They're all sluts. <laughs> their pussies true. are they're, wide they're as they're shit. Overcompensated. Yes. They're obviously. <laughs> that's a good point. That was a good point. This jerky is divine, Pam. By the way, I can't You're wait welcome. to hear about something that's faster? not carnivore, uh, coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus related oh my God, on my yeah. Facebook Oh, we're feed. just waiting for the next scandal. That's uh, that's how we separate the times in our lives now between every crucial event that happens in the news. So I, I'm Kobe s- died. Coronavirus. That's how it's Kobe like. Kobe died. Coronavirus. Oh. You're looking. You're looking at a bunch of hunter gatherers who like just learned how to language, and you just plop them into modern civilization. That's what this feels like to me with like mm-hmm. the coronavirus. Like we can only talk about one thing. I've never heard more just of, of just like the same walking down the street, hearing people's conversations. Everything is circling around Corona. Well, we yep. affect so much, and the lack of humans is doing. Um, incredible things and and we it's it's novelty but also like we're learning from it like the lack of human i'm confused everyone again. wants to make a joke about it too everyone wants to make their own little shitty joke about it mm-hmm. yeah well because we hang out with comedians no not comedians dummy. regular people <laughs> right regular so this people is this make is getting at it. humanity and why humor exists it's a way to deal with the tragedy a little yeah. a little pressure off because if you just sit there worrying about the worst possible scenario you go insane you got to sort of laugh at it for a minute Ease off on the, on the stress. Yeah, but it, it's not like it's at our doorstep. Like, I mean, it is in the yeah, sense we're that we're quarantined, and there are cases in Marin and San Francisco. Do you know, I don't know anyone with coronavirus. I don't. Know I know any- you don't know anyone, but there are people around here that have it. Do you know anyone? Like, does anyone like I, no one I know? No one's told me I, I that get they it. had it yet. I, I heard it just some seems comics like it's a big had fuss, a, a big fuss. In I don't the news. know anyone who's a heroin addict, but I know it's a real thing. I mean. I don't know anyone who's been shot by a gun, but I know it's a real thing. Hmm. I mean, well, yeah, he's got a point. <laughs> no, there was. There I do com- know heroin addicts. I know, I know heroin addicts and people who've been shot by guns. But but you get how just like well, it's like well, I've never met the president. I've never met Donald Trump. He's yeah. not real. There's two comics that Trump said that got sick, but. Doesn't mean that they, they have. I, I, yeah, what, I what's feel, the word? What, are they d- corona? No, I, I, no, I, I feel I they just know. got sick. But it's enough of a whoop shot across the bow to be like, maybe we should take this seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel that too. It's responsible. And anyway. if it's all a big fuss, 
We'll laugh at it later. And if it's not a big fuss, things will suck. Yeah, and that means I get my house on. I'm going to go maybe even tonight I'll but walk by it's it. It's exciting. The whole thing is exciting. Everyone gets to work from home. It's like a snow day for adults. And let's look at the bright side from our angle. What's going to crash the system faster than all of us not working for a month? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The economy's uh-huh. fucked. We did it. Was you down can't, like 12 kick, po- you can't kick us all out. There's yeah. too few landlords, too many people. Occupy. Like, yeah. Did you see? Did you see that Russia has had like seven cases of Corona? That's their number. That's the number that Russia is putting on it. Oh, they're lying. They're obviously lying. They're but obviously like, lying. They're lying. They're not lying and saying they have like six hundred. They're going no. We have like eight. We have eight cases. Well, they but they're also can't. Um, I, I I would tend that they would be a little more on the honest side for this because they I, I know they're gonna handle it better than we're handling it. They're just gonna kill the motherfuckers. They're no, but I mean the idea. And then but like Trump said, it was a hoax for two months. Was Putin saying it was a hoax? No, Putin's like, oh, we have cases, seven of them. Like we're yeah. dealing with this. Boom, boom, boom. You guys are like, oh, You're like you guys are big floundering babies. We're handling this like grown up. Like they like they. I think that's that's their chess move, in my opinion. Is Putin in the middle of trying to extend his presidency right now? Totally. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was just approved for like eight hundred years. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if he's found approved. the fountain of youth. I, I don't know if he's uh, got it approved, but I know he's making the moves towards that. Yeah. Russ okay. Putin. I don't know if he's actually. But yeah, he might have been, and I just didn't capture that. For like the next thirty years. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. He's definitely making those moves if he hasn't already done. Do you think? Do you think the presidency is going to be largely determined by this? And also another question, can you like yes. is Trump just going to blame the? Because I I have a feeling we're going to go into a deep recession from this, and it's this is going to be the spark. He's, he's trying to, but I think at a certain point, like I, I got I got some relatives and such who are like my four hundred one k is doing great. And it's like yeah, how how could? They but, but I mean, they were, that's like they're they're Trumpers, so they're like so like if I was before asked, the Corona, now right, it's right shit. now, right. But now right, they're right. Like, well, if it wasn't right, for right, the right. disease, it would so be doing well. So if on November third, if this financially is still going like that i don't know how much support he's going to get in the larger pocket the government's going to shut down again i think it's just going to be a he's going to blame the economy which was in a bull market he for a can long, long try time. but i mean if people at, at a certain point even the his ardent supporters turned on hitler because at a certain point even they couldn't believe oh. anymore. yeah i mean Brought it takes a while it takes a while but i mean just as an example of someone who was followed to like the bitter end there were people turning on him as things went like you know, whole divisions were like surrendering. Traitors. They're all traitors. You know, uh, but they were like, uh, we've had enough of this. We've been fighting for 10 years now or whatever it was. And, and um, Red is some Nazi shit. And, and, huh? but, but so at a certain point, if things go badly enough, even his most ardent supporters are going to be like, you know, this kind of sucks for me. You know, uh, that there are farmers who are turning on him that were all for him because the, the trade wars aren't working out. You know, there are, there are people that are slowly moving. He's still blustering as loud as ever, maybe louder. But if if uh, this disease really starts taking over and hitting the Midwest and all his pockets of support, they'll be like, yeah, where the fuck is Medicare? Those people are the safest, though. That's the greatest irony. Are they? Because well, they're, farther, they're the farthest away from one another. As long as they but they were also the— As long as they don't go to church. That's the only yeah. thing they do, right? Exactly. During— during I'm those so two, sad the bars are closed. I honestly during those don't know what to do months, with my life. But, and that's just one string in this in this complicated sweater. During this two months where he said it was a hoax and now it is, okay, are you convinced now that he's not trustworthy yet? 
Oh, still not? Did any of you get it in those two months? And now they're going to, if that happens, they definitely blame him. If this economy starts going down because we've wasted two months and now we all have to be quarantined and nobody can get bread for a couple weeks. I know how to make bread. Once again, <laughs> once again, Pam. No, I'm just trying to think. Bread. But that's the thing is I don't care about everyone as a whole. I care about me. But that's what his question I, was. Okay. So, oh, fine, 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 fine. We're, we're, we're convinced you only care about yourself. Thank we you. got yeah. it. We got it. Um, you know, are they still going to support him when the, when the economic effects hit them? And the only reason they liked him in the first place was for the economy. And the hate speech. So. Well, the, it, it, some people say they don't like the hate speech, but they love the economy. That's a big yeah, thing. but do they people. really sneaky like it, though? I Is don't know. Little... I can only tell them at their word. And they're like, well, the economy's benefiting me. And like, you, you know, if that, if that goes on them, then I could be like, well... He fucked me in the economy, but I've missed the hate speech. Like, they're, <laughs> like that's not <laughs> – <laughs> people vote with their wallets, not with their hate I speech. Miss, I miss the hate you know? speech. I could, I could do for Mitt Romney. It's, it's just he doesn't bash a, Mexicans and blacks enough. It's like, a second <laughs> – well, he's Mexican. Mitt Ro- yeah, yeah, he is Mexican. Does Bernie still have a chance or is that totally. over? Totally. It's oh the primaries are still happening. Uh, but even if yeah they are still happening but like there's a there's a I think it's 191 or something like that is like the magic number of delegates. And it's still cl- too close to call with s- still some uh, caucuses to go. I should still it's be campaigning. Like caucus. Well, <laughs> that California here in California. What about the Pufusa caucus? Right. But if I get it viral, if I do something viral, then you, yes, you still should. You want to go viral with me? This is my big problem. <laughs> for Bernie, yeah. Let's go viral for yeah. Bernie. Yeah, Let's so do this it. is my big Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> We're doing it! No, you, excuse Let's me. start if I jumping boys, on some buses and I licking the poles. You're going to go Corona <laughs> for Bernie. <laughs> so uh, here's my big problem with, like, you get a lot of, I get a lot of flack at least. Like, it's got to be blue no matter who. I want to see you Bernie bro say blue no matter who. And it's like, if I do say that, that's going to be your excuse to fuck Bernie and put Joe Biden in there. I want to see you say blue no matter who, and then we could put Bernie in there. I mean, I know, we all know that there are Bernie people who will not vote for Biden. Are there Biden, Oh, absolutely. Are there Biden people who will not vote for Bernie? Yes. Yeah. I'm not as sure of that. Socialism scares people. They, like... We're too entrenched in everything. All our mindsets are yes or no, yes or no. The economy is right. God. But I've, I've like we heard, the I've definitely heard Bernie people like, I ain't voting for Biden. Yeah, All I wouldn't this. vote for Biden. I have not Biden. really heard Biden people saying, I'm, there's no way I'm voting for Bernie. I, if they're blue no matter who, which is what they're pushing on us, then if it turns, and then Bernie and blue no matter who, right? Because we know, we know that there are Bernie people that won't vote for Biden. There's no way that I'm the unreasonable one yeah. because I'm speaking so much sense. <laughs> it's who's going to get Elizabeth Warren as their running mate? That's what oh I'm my curious gosh, about because they both said that they're going to choose a woman as their running. Well, mate. one said maybe because I think I think Bernie really wants AOC, but she's too young. Really, it's all a farce. It's all just a distraction from I everything else they're trying to hide from us. It doesn't what's, matter. What's all a farce? The, all the whole presidency. Apparently it's it's all figureheads fun. anyways. It's just all to keep. I mean, I get it. Capitalism is where we are now, and we're not going to make the if switch. If Bernie was elected, that would not be a farce because he doesn't take people's money. Right. Bernie's the only Just w- like 
But there you is do th- New Deal shit. There yeah, is I love the New Deal yes, shit. The New Green Deal is really what, cool. Will he be an ineffectual president because everyone else will be like, "Fuck this independent dude. We don't want to change." Like, but he so many people at the top, uh, at that level of government, uh, benefit from the corrupt system that it is. Yeah, and that's why it's so hard to change it. But how corrupt can it? Uh, how corrupt does it have to get until? People realize right, what's that's happening. That's the Marie Antoinette question. Like, how bad before people are like, you know what? Fuck this. Start chopping heads with And all. as long as we eat bread and circuses, right? We have great entertainment. We're still pretty well fed. So there's not that much to drive us to revolution. And nobody wants to fight. Well, we're all indoors and we're all talking to each other now. Isn't indoors so nice? Now that we're it's not at outside. work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's... It's like two percent at work for the next two weeks. I'm that's the number. 2%? I don't know. I have no idea. I have you just—we're just all making up numbers. Yeah. It's fine. Numbers it's are just little pieces. Twenty percent ideas that float through my sure. Uh, whatever numbers you say, I'll believe it. I'm—I'm gonna—I'm gonna come in tomorrow. I'm just gonna, because that's the thing. I don't think I'm endangering anybody. Especially What's the number? Are you go, you're going into Bender's store? No, here. Yeah. I'll just be here. What's yeah, the number but again? You get you own this place so right but i don't live here it's not my residence it's technically my work you're listening to mutiny radio yeah, yeah please you, donate if you're listening and i hope that you're mutiny listening radio on the venmo mutiny radio venmo yeah. or the gofundme on the side would be nice do it bitches do it we don't have to call them bitches we don't have to use them or donate fuckers. to a hospital <laughs> fuckers is better <laughs> i prefer cunt faces over bitches for sure um uh, anyway yeah, so this was Joke Workshop, but now we're just talking and having fun because yeah. we're all going to die. And <laughs> this, is the, this yeah. is the end of the world! <laughs> we're all going to die anyway. It's true. Yeah. But I. But now it seems faster and scarier. Except for Jeff Bezos. He's found Jeff Bezos and Putin. They've found Fountain of Youth. They're probably buddies. I hope they're buddies. That'd be kind of cute. I can't imagine who If Bezos, Trump, and... Putin are just in a room in a sauna somewhere, circle jerking each other. <laughs> it's possible. And well, now that and now that whoever right. comes last Anthony has to Bourdain. eat the cookie. Ha 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 What's is, what's the? I don't know. What's, is that a? That's is, the Ookie Cookie. Is, okay. I don't know. You know what Ookie Cookie is? I don't know. Ookie Cookie is a locker room game. I've never played it, but a rival school did, and they got in trouble for it. You jerk off onto a cookie, and the last guy to nut has to eat the cookie. With everybody's goo on it? Mm, that's why? why it's called the ookie cookie. Why would you make something? That's like the it's worst. It's ookie cookie. I've, I've heard, heard that called something else. Form of I've, hazing. Yeah, I've, I've heard of this. That's the worst form of hazing. That's yeah. so gross. <laughs> yeah. You know, because the last guy it's to come is worst. gay. He's gay. The last guy to come is gay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the first? What? Wait, what? He's gluten intolerant. What? Uh, still gay. <laughs> that's the gayest <laughs> thing ever to be gluten intolerant. <laughs> 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 Fucking fairy ass parents. <laughs> Terrible. One time I drank a cup of salsa. Wait, can I just shout out the actual school that this happened to? Sure. I don't care. Belmont Hill. You guys can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Dang. Is it a lot some of private school schools. in Massachusetts? Yeah. yeah. Year, of, year of what? Which year? What uh, 2014. The class yeah. of 2014. Fuck you guys. Wow. Great sports, great academics, just fucking... Hazing. Weirdos. <laughs> Strong like bull. <laughs> I ate cum off cookie for many years. <laughs> uh, terrible. I got. I drank a cup of salsa once for twenty bucks. That's like the most haziest. A cup of salsa. Yeah. So, because I have no problem with spicy things, they're like, 
Would you drink? Would you drink that cup of salsa for? You know, it was like a thing. I, I poured it into a cup. That's a that's a I weird thing about the coming though. About the guy that has the best stamina has to eat the cookies. So like all these like no, because he was staring at everyone's dicks for longer, which is well, why he's gay. You don't want to stare at everyone's dicks. I guess. Well, but well, I mean, well the where else do you stare? Stare at your own dicks. How do you, how do you just come? We all we can all appreciate how that's not about stamina that you're getting distracted and unable to come. It's not like you're. That, well, that's I don't want to eat that sta- fucking cookie. <laughs> that's well, that's yeah, what should you be got, motivating you. Got, you get a little throat. <laughs> but that could be a thing that takes you off your game, if you will. Oh, well, my that's God. That's natural selection, then. Because like, if yep. you're in the wild and you are you need to come raping someone. How is that <laughs> natural selection? Is there a gun to my head? Why yes. are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college, I got uh, Tabasco poured on my nutsack. <laughs> oh, God. It hurt so much. I bet. No. I bet. Yeah, it killed. It's the worst pain you can imagine. Well, actually, Besides Tiger Balm. We used to put Tiger Balm on my groin because of soccer and everything. Yeah. And water polo. And that's like you a don't big wear no-no. tidy whities or something that cups the balls. That are like, touches and you're like you're oh, in the sink. The ah, that are icy hot. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Icy yeah, that hot, was yeah. always the worst part because your dick would shrink up because you'd be like, what the fuck is going on down there? No and then your dick would rest on top of your balls. And then the Tabasco that's laying on your balls would get in the dick uh, hole, what? and you would get Tabasco. Your dick goes in your into dick turtle hole. mode. It goes. Uh, and you would have to and pee, and you'd have to piss to, to relieve the pain. But then you just have this Tabasco soup, and you'd feel it running running down the uh, insides of your lo- this, thighs. This is my life. It also <laughs> sounds like jellyfish. The like old Tabasco. The old Tabasco. I'm gonna take this cut. This is. I can't. I just. I can't. I can't. There's too many. Uh, too many guys, also, guys, don't uh, try to masturbate with toothpaste. Or Purell. Ow. No problem. Don't get the KY jelly and Was the that Purell like a, mixed up. You clean your dick while there's you... A, <laughs> there, there's That's abrasives weird. in toothpaste. Who would... Lube is the opposite of abrasives. Sodium don't, don't, uh, That's horrible. You know, the, you know that beaded body wash? The body wash that... Uh, Comes with like the exfoliator, those little beads in the body yeah. wash that that the environmentalists don't want you to use because there's little plastic beads. They get yeah. little fish dicks or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, don't jerk off with those either because those will. Okay. No, they <laughs> they moisturize. Abrasive. You, you pop one, it feels probably good and gangbusters. Yeah, they're right? like little bo- they're like little boba pellets. <laughs> <laughs> Tooth conditioner. Boba should always be shot out. I don't know why we eat, people eat tapioca. That's just me. I love tapioca. I I've like always tapioca. enjoyed tapioca pudding. Always. always. Even though when people make fun of you and go, it's sperm. I'm tapioca like, okay, I like sperm. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, it's sperm? Ball. It's not. It's little balls of, tapioca. like, it's, you know, it's, um. It's vegan, right? Sure. <laughs> it can be. Pulpy. I wouldn't make it vegan, though. I'd definitely make it with cream. Oh, yeah. 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 But make everything with cream. So you're torturing some poor animal. <laughs> No, they've already sustenance. been tortured. I'm just well, taking the laughter. I've got I've got a whole half gallon of half. You take and their half. baby I'm away stoked. to make veal, and then you you suck them dry because they're they think they still have a baby, but their baby oh. is veal. Oh, but how good is veal? How good oh is my God, veal? I, I mean, so I was a vegetarian its legs for a while. And you let it move. So good. I was a vegetarian for 13 years, and it's one of the big. It's one of the only Whoa. regrets I have in my life. Is being a vegetarian for 13 years. Why'd you do it? Why'd you become a vegetarian? Because I love little animals, and I fucking... I, even Did you have a thing in your head that prevented you from doing it? Like a block? Like, my sister has that, she, which she, she can't do it because she gets I, sad. I didn't... I couldn't eat chicken off the bone when I was a kid. I never liked eating... Ribs are still difficult. I have to take the meat off before I... 
I can debone chickens now, but so I didn't eat I didn't eat them for a long time, and I felt like because I like animals and they're alive, and I don't want to eat dead things because I don't like things that are dead. And but you only met the ones that are alive. No, I know, but like death is something that's difficult for me to deal with, and like I. Well, she like went right back to me and then got a bacon tattoo. So <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So I, <laughs> no, I, I was a vegetarian for 13 years, but then I bought this really expensive steak for my husband for his birthday, and it was like it was like a twenty dollar ribeye thing, and I just murdered it. I overcooked it so much, and I was like crying. I was so upset because I was like, I have to waste. No, yeah, yeah. Well, it was such a waste, and I, I tried so hard, and I didn't know what I was doing because I hadn't eaten meat, and I had no experience with it for so long, and I was Five like... Five minutes on each side. No, I know, but oh, I didn't... <laughs> but I didn't know the because times I... you didn't know that. Don't pretend you're helping know. with the five minutes. I, I, didn't, I hadn't eaten meat in 13 years, so I didn't... Like, I know how to cook meat now. I fucking cook burgers for a living, for God's sake. Yeah. But I didn't know then because I didn't have any experience with meat for 13 years, and so I had no idea how to cook anything like that. And so that's why I stopped being a vegetarian. I was like, if I'm going to call myself a cook or a chef or anything in that realm, I have to start eating meat. A Otherwise creative. A create. If I'm going to create with food, I have to eat pa- meat. Pam, what's so the no. number again? 415-550-0511. Call in, everybody. Yeah. Seriously. Say something. Uh, Don't be a little bitch, you fuckers. Call in. <laughs> it's been an hour. Most of most of you would still be waiting on the list. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, I mean... It, it seems like every oh, hell I think it's your dad. yeah, Daddy David. Yeah. Oh, All big right, <laughs> Big Dick Dave is calling t- for an interview. Yeah, I'm on a podcast right now. Hatch him through. I'll turn yeah, his mic up. down. Should we talk oh, about he, something else or just <laughs> eavesdrop? No, it's we his, don't want to eavesdrop. His dad's in San Francisco. Eavesdrop on the microphone. Oh. Your dad's in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wants to hang out. Yeah. He wants to play some tennis. Wanted to do the ookie cookie game. <laughs> oh my god, that's why it is Monday. Oh, oh wow, dude. What about Scrabble? That's a good sport. Scramble? Scrabble. Scrabble. Does anyone Scrabble. have any meth? No M. No M. Yeah, does anybody have any meth? Any meth or any coke so we can play some Scrabble for the next twelve hours? <laughs> <laughs> I can play Scrabble forever. Honestly, I can. I can play fucking Scrabble and for hours and hours and hours. There's, there's I, no I can I take I you down. I love Scrabble. I have so many words in my she head. She hoards the Q's and the U's. I don't hoard anything. I, I use things <laughs> as strategically as I can, but I also cheat because I play nine tiles. I always play nine tiles. I think that's a good idea. What the good fuck idea. is that? You can't play nine tiles. Fuck yeah, you play you nine. D- you skip right over eight? You're not even like, we're going to play <laughs> eight <laughs> tiles. <We're> if <laughs> you want to have nope. more fun at the game. Nine. And it's it's almost impossible oh to score God. under 300 if you have nine tiles. Yeah. It's great. It's really fun. You it's more fun with nine words, tiles. words. You can do a lot of the, things. It's my life, and they're my rules. And when I play Scrabble, I play rules. nine tiles. I would be willing to play eight tiles, but nine is more fun. Because you have two more options. It changes Why everything. Why don't you play... F- is 18 tiles. Because that's ridiculous. Because <laughs> they don't fit on the little thingy. Automatic Get two thingies. <laughs> Order them on Amazon. They yeah. just hired a bunch of new workers. Now that you're cheating, why not go full bore and just... <laughs> yeah, we'll make our own tiles. Pull okay. from the whole <laughs> pile. What letters do you want? We'll add accents. You can uh, use Spanish words. It's just more fun with nine tiles. I like tiles. playing poker, but I play with ten cards. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. Jesus, is it? Okay. A lot easier to get four of a kind with ten cards. 
All right, make fun of me. But I can play seven tiles. I just think it's more fun with nine. Well, I play baseball, but four strikes. I say with sure, the, the four more, strikes. Sometimes, why not? Maybe the more people you play with, you drop a tile. Like, okay, you're playing with three people. You'd go to eight. You sure. play with four people. You go to seven. Fair. Um, yeah, but how long right. are your turns? Are you taking these long-ass turns? Just thinking of no, I usually like know s- serendipitous. Like she is I usually best. know what I'm going to do before. I usually have two or three options before it's my turn just in case whatever I want it gets taken by you. And I usually so I try to think like at least one word ahead. What's the best word in Scrabble? And it, that's completely different. If you can, if you know all your two-letter words, and if you can do little blocks of things, you can sometimes, especially if you get one of those little bottom corners, and even if it's just like oh, a triple word score, right? Oh. But but then you can you can yeah. you can Not drop one, you could drop an X in one place, and you could get ox and axe and another one too. Q I. Like but that all of. And if you get it in that corner, there's like certain ways that you can just add one tile sometimes and you get like 50 points just mm-hmm. because it, it makes so many words in so many different directions. Joy. I can, Joy so, so I can see how playing Scrabble on map would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Or a Coke. A Coke is, but the problem with Coke no, is you, you just end keep up doing, doing too it. much of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, a lot of and then you're doing it off the Scrabble board and you're like, this isn't what I wanted to do. It's off yeah, a China first you're doing it off board. of seven tiles and then yeah. you're doing it off of nine <laughs> tiles. And, and you're like, I can make a word out that's of anything. That's too long of a line. That's yeah. <laughs> everything is a word. You're like, I can make a three-letter word. You're like, no, no, come on. There's, let's, let's I know a lot here. of words. There are. So it's that's always fun, especially when you stare. I, that was the way, weirdest humble brag of the whole podcast. I, I know a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. huh. Huh. I do. <laughs> I know very a lot of words. <laughs> I have many sounds. <laughs> I feel like such an alien because I have dyslexia and I can't spell. Spell dyslexia for us. <laughs> D-Y-S-L-E-X-I-A. I don't. I have to write it down, too. I have to write things down, too, to see if I know how to actually spell them. Yeah. And sometimes I spell things and then look at it and I'm like, that's not how it's spelled, but it is. And then it's like, ugh, words are so weird. Everything. <laughs> I've been handwriting a lot of stuff lately. Oh, Corona. I got it. D y s l e x i a. That's what you, you spelled it right the first time. Oh, I did. You also didn't have to spell it. I was just realizing uh, that. Uh, oh. <laughs> it is a pretty rough word for a dyslexic to spell dyslexia. Well, there's no e's or d's or p's or m's or n's. It's the same thing with the word lisp. It's impossible for someone to lisp. say who has a lisp. Lisp. Oh. It's like the meanest, dumbest word. You know what? I, oh, you, you have what? a lisp. Do you have a lisp? Oh. <laughs> shouldn't the word shouldn't the word queef be onomatopoeic? Onomatopoetic. Poetic. Is, is that how you say it? That's how I say it. I don't know. Onomatopoetic. I don't know. Let's ask that's that. Like, chick it, with it, all like the, the words, word the word queef. The word queef should just be. <laughs> <laughs> like, <that's laughs> but that could be a fart. <laughs> uh, no, that's is not that, a is fart. That that's that's specifically. What is that spelled though? That would be like poofed or something. P F. No, no it's just like it's just like this. It's just. It's just <laughs> that's gotta be. No, that's like a horsey. It's gotta be a Q. You gotta do Q F T T, or you know something where it's like quiffed. So you, you, you yeah. actually know it as a quiff. <laughs> a lot of people when they blow Q-F-T-T. something off in a book. When you're reading a book and somebody blows something off, it's like poof. And that's like P F T or however they write it, and depends on the author. But quiff, you just add the Q and then you maybe Q P F T. <laughs> well, there you go. Airload. 
So Mutiny Radio, 415-550-0511. We're just burning time before they don't we ever let us We are your source of all apocalypse information. <laughs> you don't need to go anywhere else. We have it all here for you. We're all apocalypse all the time. You're on MutinyRadio.fm or on our app. Please do not donate to us because inflation is just going to go through to the roof right now with all this money, and your dollars are useless here. So, wait. Everyone look at your phones and see what's trending right now. I don't have any of that access on my phone. Oh, I bet Bitcoin's doing great. Yeah, what is Bitcoin doing? Are people mining still? I mean, they can still mine. Yeah, you can mine from home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow. People mining and wow. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yeah. You play oh, World of everyone! Warcraft? All the no. all the closeted people are. S- you had the joke about the video gamers. Did, who had the joke about the video gamers, and they're all so happy now, because what they have they? to stay oh, at home. Twitch, the Twitch streamers. No, just anybody. Uh, all I know is that whoever plays video games and has to stay, loves to stay inside all day watching fucking playing fucking video yeah, games. That was a hard Why time. Like super that? happy. Why do you say it like that? Because I think that because normally I. Normally, I look down upon people that spend copious hours on a platform doing nothing. Just take it, bro. Uh, there's been a number of people making comments like, I've been preparing for social isolation for years. And that's what yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> no, this oh. is doing something. We're going to die. At least... Commun- like we're, I guess, it, I guess then if you're playing like World of Warcraft and there's people that you're talking to on it or whatever, and you're making decisions, what's the difference? But I think that <laughs> I'm such, it's yeah, I'm I'm a, such a hypocrite. <laughs> okay, if we're gonna be doing this, everyone stick a camera outside their window <coughs> so we can know what's happening. What? <laughs> Nothing's happening. S- something is being hidden. From us, well, they I did. Ar- I, I believe there was a bombing in Iran the other day. So, oh my God, yeah, scary. Well, like from us, did we I do it? From us, yeah. Did anybody die? Probably. Shoot. Always with this retaliation. Which uh, one's well, gonna? Who's gonna be the bigger person? I believe there's 19 countries that we have uh, armed forces in right now. I cannot name them all. But I don't know if you remember a while back, there was an African-American soldier who died in, like, Mozambique or something. And uh, people were like, wait a minute. what? We have troops in Mozambique, you know? Like, I, I oh, was it, it was in Nigeria? Like idea, maybe it was Nigeria. Wait, they, yeah, like the four of them got ambushed. Yeah. And that's where the guy was like, he knew what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have troops I don't, yeah. Yeah. Is it an island? No, that's Madagascar. I'm so, I'm so stupid. 